Good morning, good day, and good night. You may have stumbled upon this podcast randomly as you browse around a graveyard full of ghouls, driving on an endless road with your killer laying in the back seat, waiting for the right opportunity to slit your throat. Or, you know, just by personal interest. However, what you may not know is what you're about to hear are extremely sinister stories. This show contains all depths of horror that lurks around our society. Kidnapping, torture, murder, you name it. Whether it's down a dark alley or from the pitch black closet in a bedroom. If it's the paranormal that haunts our surroundings, or a demonic possession that needs to be cleansed, a flying saucer that hovers over our helpless world, these files are for one's understanding, but listener discretion, you are warned. If you wish to be part of the cult, <clears throat> well, not a cult, but family, <laughs> hit the five star in Apple Podcasts and subscribe to wherever you are listening. Now that you are brave enough, are you ready to open these cryptic files? Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Cryptic Files with your host, Justin Smith. Yes, I am back from being abducted by aliens. My girlfriend was worried sick. Anyway, for the big 10th episode, I was able to get in touch with a local paranormal investigation team known as Afterlife Dimensions. The three lead investigators were able to come on the show and give their backstory on how they got into the paranormal subject and describe what roles they do on the team. I asked them specific questions on locations, scariest haunts, demons, and how they try to debunk what is in one's home. This one was a special one for me because I absolutely loved the topic. It was a lot of fun and I hope you all enjoy. Now let's get to it. Afterlife Dimensions Paranormal Research Team, Sandy, Nora, and Cindy, welcome to the Cryptic Files podcast. I'm utterly stoked to have a group of paranormal investigators on the show, because I've always been fascinated in the subject. Ladies, if you will, specifically introduce yourself and your roles 
in the afterlife dimensions. My name is Sandy. I'm the owner and founder. Sweet. My name is Cindy, and I act as the historian. Nice. I'm Nora, and I'm an investigator. Sweet. All right. So, how did Afterlife Dimensions uh, become a thing? How did it start? How was it created? It's been a long journey. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If I take you back to the beginning... That's some 30-odd, some odd years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where my paranormal journey started. Um, I won't drag you through all of that, okay. but uh, hopefully someday that'll be a book. <laughs> yeah. um, it came forward. I always had the, the interest in, in the paranormal field and um, brought up in, in different religious backgrounds that allowed me to learn other facets like demonology and different things. Um that would aid in in having a group and help with helping people. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2012, um, actually 2011, I moved to Virginia, um, and that's where the idea of Afterlife Dimensions first began to evolve. And it started out with another friend and myself, um, and he has since moved away. But um, we uh, we began the team officially in 2012 and it it went through some changes as they do and mm-hmm. i think that that's a normal process right so you find the right people that just fit together like puzzle pieces yeah and that's where we are today sweet <laughs> so how often are you called for an investigation you're talking about private investigations in, in homes yes yeah okay it's been a few times. Um, I probably have experienced it more than I had with the girls. I was brought in a couple of different times for consultation, mm-hmm. um, not knowing anything about the particular location or, or uh, the events going on, and brought in to see what I could read of mm-hmm. the building. Um, and we're, we were helpful in that. Um the girls and I have been, we've had people call us in and like one half of the party wanted us to come in and do it and say husband really wasn't so keen on it. So we haven't actually, um, girls, can you remember anything specific that we actually went in and helped somebody other than the mansion in North Carolina? We did go get called in on that. Yeah. I don't recall anything, the three of us together other than that. Right. I just wanted to make sure I was not forgetting something, but yeah, I think that's, that's probably pretty correct okay um how far have you traveled to an investigation oh goodness (laughs) where have we gone girls uh florida yes florida would probably be the furthest okay ohio yeah i have i have been out near nashville Mm mm-hmm in Tennessee, so that's probably the furthest I have actually been. So, when did uh, Nora and Cindy come on the uh, the team? Back in 2012? I came on the team, actually I, I invested, started investigating in 2018, but actually joined the team early 2019. Okay. okay. And for me, it was... 2017 okay or 2016. 
Okay. 16, I think. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, so, what is your take on the afterlife in general? I personally have many friends and family that are pro-spirits or they don't believe in the paranormal at all. Um, how can you persuade, all three of you, persuade them and enlighten the non-believers? I'm going to let you guys start that one. (laughs) (laughs) Gee, thanks. (laughs) Um, For me, I I don't know so much about convincing other people, but for me, I believe that the paranormal thing happened when different dimensions kind of clash. And that you get the activity. Um, And I think, too, and I think Sandy will agree, too, that there's a lot of things that we all the time discount as something we can reason, Mm -hmm. something that we can explain. And a lot of times that's not the case, really experiencing something else. Yeah. And I pretty much feel the same way. I mean, even when I first started investigating, I I guess my advice to someone else is just keep an open mind because I know that there were so many things that I was like, I'm not feeling that, you know, or, oh, well, that's possibly just the wind blowing or it's extra cold in here or anything that then, like, you go back and you look at it and you're like, well, I don't know, you know, I was... I was cold in that one spot, but nobody else was. You just, you just have to, I think, keep an open mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, if I can add, just I think every individual brings something different to the table. I know each with the three of us, we all bring something a little bit different to the table. Right. Um, as far as convincing somebody whether or not the paranormal. Uh, actually exists in the form of spirits and ghosts and things like that that's not really my job yeah um my job is to try to enlighten a little bit by showing Mm. what what we see um but almost just as much i want to find out when it's not so we try to debunk a lot of things too right um so you know uh my daughter, for instance, did a, an investigation last weekend, and she is, if you want a skeptic or, or borderline non-believer, uh, that would be her. Mm-hmm. And she went with me two times in a row nice. and just loved it. So so there's an example. I think sometimes the proof is just feeling it and seeing it yourself. Right. Yeah. So, the, so it runs in the family with you, Sandy, with the, uh, the paranormal... Uh, uh, fascination. Well, definitely with myself, my son, and my mom, who's now passed. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad was um, of the opinion if it wasn't of God, it was of the devil. So right. that's how I, I know Nora grew up that way too. Um, yeah. Is that right? Very much so. So that it, he's he's been a little bit more enlightened in yeah. years, the past few years, but um, not anything I pushed on him. He just <laughs> came about it himself. And, and Nora and Cindy, uh, does your family have like the same, I guess, beliefs in what you guys are trying to do and have that same mindset? Well, my daughter 
actually had started investigating before I did. Oh, okay. So, so, and um, my daughter is very sensitive, mm-hmm. so she she definitely keeps a very open mind, and um, so so it's kind of funny though. Like if if I think back, like growing up, my dad always kind of had an open mind about like people in his family that had passed on and things like that. So I do think that it's kind of, it kind of allows us to, all of us in a sense, like people in our family, you know, just keeping the open mind and, and we, we talk about it and you agree, Nora? Yeah. Yeah. And for me, I grew up in a very, um, as Sandy said, a very, strict background of if it's not of God, it's of the devil. Yeah. Um, my mom knows what I do. She is supportive of me and just is always telling me to be careful because there are things, she does believe there are things out there that would intend harm, mm-hmm. which is not what we go seeking out or looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is her concern. And, but my parents are very supportive of me when I do go and, and want to hear about it and um, discuss it when we get back, though. So. Yeah. Um, my mom loves the paranormal uh, subject and stuff, but my grandma, I, uh, whenever I went to go to St. Albans Sanatorium, for example, to do the voluntary tour or whatever, uh, she was like, you better not bring back any demons. <laughs> That's how it goes with her. <clears throat> well, I think, I think it, and Sandy, you can you can interject if you wish. I think it's all in what you go looking for as well. Yeah. It's the mindset that you go in with as to what will interact with you. Exactly. And I think that has to do with, say, non-believers. Say a, a non-believer goes to St. Albans, for example, and they won't open up to that type of... Um, that feeling, maybe they won't feel, maybe they won't experience anything. Correct. That's how, that's how I feel. It could go to the other extreme. Or it could go to the other extreme. Right. They might might try to force them into (laughs) You believe now? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, um, let's see. How common is it to debunk a lot of investigations, for example, just an old house or just a bump in the night? I would say most of what we get, um, correct me if I'm wrong, girls, most of what we get we're able to debunk in some way or form because we are looking to. We're looking for natural reasons for things to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, That's not saying that that, uh, what we're doing, we're just, we just want what we do. Mm -hmm to be real right. and um, truly paranormal. If we can figure out a way that it's not, then we're going to do that. Right. Okay. Um, so this is cryptic files. So um, let's get to, I guess, the the scary side of things. Um, what is the scariest encounter you have been involved with? I think probably we're all a little bit different on that one. Okay. Nora and I share one. Go ahead, tell that one. Um, Sandy and I had gone to Waverly Hills in Kentucky, 
and it was I think probably the second or third time big investigation I'd gone on with the team and uh, we were in the death tunnel death and tunnel yes there is also a, known as body shoot but yeah okay. <laughs> sorry <laughs> no, 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 you're right um, it, it's the 500 foot ramp that they actually roll bodies down to be picked up at the bottom of during the play or during um, tuberculosis. tuberculosis. Yes, Goodness. Thank you. Goodness. Um, and Sandy and I had been investigating and shoot, and we were standing there. And for whatever reason, normally we're very kind of still so we can listen and we can open and. And both of us were just shifting like crazy. And mm-hmm. Sandy says, I'm not comfortable. And I'm like, oh, my God, thank you. I thought if, I thought it was just me. But for me, I just felt like somebody was behind me wanting to push me. Mm. Yes. And that's probably the scariest, scariest experience I've had thus far. Right. We were in there for, what, 10 minutes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not that, long. <laughs> that, I, I think what got me was I've never been... I've never seen Sandy spooked. Right. Or, and I could feel it. I could I could feel it between us that she was, and but I wasn't going to say anything because I was still fairly new at it. Right. And, well, and we both she, had the same feeling. Like, we'd something yeah. was standing right behind us, and yeah. I have a fear of, of, like, a vertigo anyway, of falling, and here's this long shoot. And I felt like something wanted to push us. And right. then when she validated, I feel like something's going to push me. I'm like, all right, we're out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we, we did have some interaction after that. Yeah, um, we did. Yeah, we did. We, we, even out in the hallway, out from the shoot, we, we got some really good stuff okay. out there. So that's my scariest. Right. Well, with me, I would say... Probably, well, I have two instances. <laughs> um, one, like Old South Pittsburgh, which is in Tennessee, really just kind of, I don't know, it just, it seemed to be um, a place where I seemed to pick up on a lot of activity, like two or three different places. So, like, by the end of the night, I was just, I had been scared two or three different times and uh just by like the feeling that something was like right behind me like really close to me mm-hmm. but then you know you kind of look over your shoulder you know nothing's there but you look and there's nothing there but you feel the presence right and um a similar instance happened in St. Albans um I jumped uh we were like, I've had a couple happen at St. Albans, but, um, <laughs> like, one of them, we were on the stairs, and I was walking up the stairs, and I, everyone laughs, because I tend to be the last one, you know, <laughs> in the line, yeah. and up the rear. never anything about it, ever, and never, you know, it was, like, always like, oh, I'm good back here, you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Well, <laughs> I was good until that one time when I'm, like, I come up those stairs and go to and there was something like footsteps like ran up the stairs Ooh. right behind me <laughs> and I'm 
like turning my flashlight around and there's nothing there and I just knew there was a person there because I was like well somebody's coming up to join us no no there was something coming to join us but it wasn't a person (laughs) there's something about quick footsteps going up stairs or really loud knocks on a door so randomly that's probably the scariest thing ever now the me i never really experienced anything until i went to st albans and we were in i think what they called the alcohol room alcoholics uh yes and we were just sitting in uh the open room and i'm filming i have my camera and everything and they mentioned, oh, they'll pull your hair. And this was probably like 15 minutes later. And sure enough, it felt like somebody just gently raised uh-huh. my hair up just like that. That's yes. probably uh, the craziest thing that happened to me. But usually if a place is either haunted or uh, something crazy happened, I can, like St. Albans, if you go in a room, you could just feel that darkness uh-huh. or whatever to it there's an energy yeah yeah, yeah. you can feel the energy yeah you can so I, I mostly experience like the bad energy not necessarily i've seen a ghost or anything but i did it, it did seem like somebody pulled my hair which was pretty wild <clears throat> so i don't know if you have you ever dealt something demonic um, I, I have not. Okay. But I have, but um, it's not something. Norris touched on it earlier. It's not something that we go see him. Yeah. Um, our 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 um, kind of motto is be careful what you look for because you just might find it. Yeah. It's not something we go out. But when I when I was talking about my history earlier. I do have training in um, spiritual warfare and demonology that goes back to when I was so oh, 17, 18 years old and forward. Oh, wow. Um, I've had an opportunity to use those skills. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to call it an opportunity, um, I was there at the right place at the right time. But it's not something you really want to do. Um, yeah. A lot of TV nowadays. They, even if to use that name in the title for any reason or to say that they're hunting them down or they've got them following them home, it's just not something that we we pursue. Yeah. We know how, I know how to fight it if we had to fight it. Right. Um, and the girls have got my back, but um, it's not something we're looking for. Right. Okay. I'm not looking for it either. <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't know if you guys have experienced this, but this is probably top of the top. Has there ever been a location so bad that someone has ever been possessed in a way? Not ser- not necessarily you guys, but somebody on the team or uh, somebody that you met there. Uh, has there ever been had uh, exorcism or you had to sage someplace? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> he has not had that um, privilege. He has had the privilege. I have not had that experience. I'm not looking for the privilege, right? 
please share. Yeah, I probably don't want to drop any um, uh, venue names. Yeah, just, just keep it anonymous. But, yeah. But uh, there's been one location in particular that has happened uh, a couple times for, or at least once for Nora and I, and then once by myself. Might mm-hmm. be a couple times for Nora and I. And yeah. good old Cindy, I, <laughs> I think she probably would just like say, I'll meet y'all out on the loading dock. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. It's time for a break. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. Yeah, we've had to experience that. Goodness. So, do you have spirits that follow you around? Not that I know of. Um, Yes, you can pull right up behind that vehicle. I'm sorry. Um, Yeah, we... uh, Sorry, I'm I'm actually helping, assisting in hosting uh, an event that they were short people, so I'm... I'm double dipping here. I'm with you. All day, every day. (laughs) (laughs) In the event, too. Um, So, what was your question again? I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) Spirits following you. Yeah, the spirits follow you. No, um, I would say, not that I know of. Uh, You may. You may. Um, I would say that, yes, um, that spirits probably want to do that, but... As a rule, um, we have learned to pray um, a prayer before of uh, protection and a cleansing prayer afterward. Uh, we do address the spirits and ask them to not follow us home. I I can't say that I've had anything follow me home. Okay. You guys, I, I I don't know of anything. I don't think I've had any experiences. Again, I think sometimes people gloat in that. On there's a, a certain gentleman on TV who's everybody knows, but he gloats in it that yeah. that uh, they follow him home. So have fun with that one. Right, right. <laughs> no, not us. Not us. Okay. Um, do you ever let volunteers come along and investigate with you? And if so, me and my girlfriend want to come along. Absolutely. Awesome. That would be awesome. Yep. In fact, we all volunteer at St. Albans, so how about we get you back in St. Albans <laughs> and really introduce you to the residents there? Yeah. <laughs> well, I know Tina. I've worked with Tina. Okay. Um, Jenny, Kate, Daniel, all them, ja- or them the gang. But, yeah, um, they're good friends of ours. Yeah. Yeah, very good friends. Um, but yeah, for sure. We'll have to go to St. Albans. <laughs> Or something with yes, yeah, summer oh, slasher. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember. Yeah. Um. All right. How is your schedule looking at as of right now with investigations? You're currently doing one right about two right now. Right. Well, I'm helping out another another um, team right now yeah. with their investigation, but um, we're we're booking up because uh, we're doing filming right yeah. now. Um, there's a, um, looking like next year, we're going to try to, uh, get a platform and do an all girl paranormal TV show, which hasn't been done yet. Knock on wood. (laughs) Hopefully it stays that way. Um, but we're in the, we're in the process of filming for that, um, using our 
team name after like mentions, and we'll probably add unveiled. Uh, but, but we've got a couple paracons and things that we're going to, some real big ones, Dallas mm-hmm. and Las Vegas. So, um, you know, we're just filming and excited for that. And COVID has kind of slowed down some of the locations, but they're opening back up again now. Right. That's awesome. That's awesome that you guys are uh, planning that out. Um, I guess my last question is, um, how long do you think you guys will continue to do this? short time we've known each other we've been through a lot yeah that test tested that i think guys would agree and you just you can't bust us up and we're of one mind Mm -hmm. in the field so that's really it's a positive thing for us i don't see it stopping yeah it's a good thing that the three of you all have the same mindset going into uh i guess the investigations and all um lastly where could the listeners find you um if you'd like to plug anything uh social media well anything um anything can be found that we're doing um whether we're hosting an event or filming we we put just about everything on our page after life dimensions and that's facebook Mm -hmm. okay great um sandy nora cindy I'd like to thank you for being on the podcast. I've had so much fun learning about the afterlife dimensions and your stories. I would like the more de- more details in the uh, possession thing. Maybe you could tell me that <laughs> off recording at some point because <laughs> that sounds a little spooky. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> and if I can just throw in here real quick, if there is anybody out there that is watching Justin if you guys have anything going on in your home especially if there's small children in there and you feel a concern um, please give us a call our number is on our site on the Facebook page Afterlife Dimensions and we will definitely um, see what we can do to assist you absolutely I'll, I'll um, have a link in the description of the podcast I'll have y'all's phone number in the description as well great um I take this subject very seriously, so um, I appreciate your time with me, and uh, glad we were able to finally record. Last, we tried to record a couple days ago, but the the weather was just messing everything up. <clears throat> but we'll, we'll definitely have to uh, dive deep on a specific case or specific story, maybe in person as well. Awesome. That would be awesome. awesome. But we thank you for having us on, Justin. We really appreciate it. Well, thank you thank for... Thank you so much. Yes, yeah, thank, thank you. you. Enjoyed it. Thanks. Um, I guess we'll end it now. <laughs> now i got to go back to work. All right, good luck. Thank you. Okay. See you Have guys. You too. Bye. Bye-bye.
they just the sweetest. It was interesting to hear their take on how they go into an investigation. They strive for good and help others with what is evil around them. Please, check out Afterlife Dimensions on Facebook. I'll have a link to their page in the description, as well as their number. If any of you listeners have something spooky going on in your household or know a friend that may have trouble going on, reach out to them because they seem very passionate on fixing things. I would like to thank you all for listening to this episode. And if you like it, please five-star and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts and follow wherever you listen. Ladies and gentlemen, watch your back. It's cryptic out there. Yeah!